Thank you for tuning in to CCF Lowell's podcast. Wherever you are, we pray that you would be encouraged by today's message. To learn more about us, please visit www.ccflowell.org. And you can also find us on YouTube and Facebook. Praise God. Hallelujah. Home for Christmas. Christ, the second person of the Trinity, left his glorious home in heaven and decided to become flesh. The Word of God became flesh and dwelt among us. The Son of God became the Son of Man, so that the sons of men can become the sons of God. And this second person of the Trinity, Christ the Lord, he left his glorious home, came looking for a home. He came to Bethlehem, the house of bread, the bread of life, had no home to be born in. Can you imagine that? In the house of bread, there was no place. There was no room for the bread of life to be born. Will you be that room today? Will you make your heart a home for Christ to be born? It's not about jingle bells, jingle bells. It's not about this fat. You know, I don't know how the fat guy can go through the chimney anyway. I, I have no idea. You know, but it's about Merry Christmas. Can I encourage you today to start saying Merry Christmas in every store, in every street. Don't be shy. Don't be bashful. If they say to you, Happy Holiday, say Merry Christmas to you too. Amen. It's very good. We need to be standing up for the truth. It's not about all this hustle and bustle. It's not about Macy's and Walmart. It's about the Word of God became flesh dwelt among us. He came looking for a place to rest, to rest, and he found no place to rest. But today I pray that each and every one of us will welcome him in our hearts and give him a place to rest and be born home for Christmas. This glorious son of God, hallelujah, he is the same one that said the foxes has holes, the birds of the air has nests, but the son of man had no place to rest his head. Today is a day of salvation. Today is a day of healing. Today is a day of miracle. I say December is a month of magic. And many religious people, ooh, gets very nervous, magic, magic. Listen, there is everything that is we know about magic is created by God. God is a God of magic, but the devil perverts everything. Music created by God. The devil perverted. We bring back the values into the kingdom of God as we're not afraid. We're not afraid to face realities and facts and darkness by shedding the light of God in the hearts of men and women everywhere. God is love. God is not this angry being looking at people to punish them. God is love. God so loved the world. God so loved the world, that includes Hamas, that includes the Jews and the Muslims and the Arabs and even the Italians. God loves the the whole world. Hallelujah. And and, and the Puerto Ricans too has a place in his heart. Holy smoke. I thought I, thought I walked into a Puerto Rican church today. They started the first song, but I had no idea what they were saying. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. 
This is amazing that we are part of an international family. <clears throat> for all these wonderful people that have known me for 30 and 40 years, give me a way to go to greet the new people. Don't hold me right here. I get, so I bypassed everybody. I went everywhere. I met a woman from Ghana, another, another lovely, uh, um, uh, precious. I said, you're so precious. She goes, you know that guy from Ghana, his daughter is my friend in college. She invited me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, you know, um, today is a good day to really come back home. I'm reminded in this story that's in chapter of Luke, chapter 15, verse 11 to 32. I'm going to just read a little bit out of it right now and say, then he said, Jesus is talking and he is giving a story at a certain man that had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that, f that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger man gathered all together, hallelujah, journeyed to a far country. Somebody say a far country. And there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. You know, for many people and in a church, they, they call him the prodigal son. Really, he's, not, he's a lost son. Is the last son that lived prodigal way. Prodigal means live in a way that you spend everything that you have. You know, you're looking for pleasure, looking for love in the wrong ways, wrong places, and looking for fun. But when he had spent all, he said, spent all. There arose a severe famine in that land, and he began to be in want. Then, the, then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields of, to feed swine. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, hallelujah, when he came to himself, everybody say, came to himself. My prayer today that many of us will come to ourselves. The story continues and talks about the older son, the one that stayed home. And, and when the son came back, the older son was angry. And, and he was there because he felt so jealous. But then the father said, you know, hey, uh, you are here with me always. Your brother was lost. Today we celebrate because he is found. He was dead with himself because he's, now he's alive. Came to his sense. Today, I want to talk a little bit about this story. I want to say to all of us, many are far away from home for various reasons, especially because of COVID. COVID has done great damage to the people of God. So many people are far away. And the other thing I want to say to all of us today is, you don't have to be far away physically to be away from home. Actually, there's so many people who are in home, but they're not in home. And that's the worst case, when you are so close, yet you are so far away. And there's a lot of far away people who are so close, they're just waiting for someone to tell them how to come back home. Today I pray that nobody will stay far away anymore. It's time to come back home. Your father who loves you so much, 
is spreading his arms wide and say, come back home. It's time to come closer to God. You can't be, your, uh, St. Augustine says, our hearts are restful until we find rest in him. You could never find rest away from God. You could never find yourself away from God. You cannot find love away from God. You will fall into lust. Every feeling that's outside of God is lust, is not love. There is no true love outside God. You know why? Because God is love. God does not have love. He is love. He doesn't have life. He is life. Many are far away for many reasons. Hurts, disappointments, discouragements, churches, pastors, disappointed people a lot. Religious people gave the wrong portrait about who God is. Religion is not Christianity. Christianity is life and life more abundantly. I love that nowhere in the Bible Jesus said, I have come to give you a new religion. Even though there was a religion called Judaism, he didn't and, and come and say, I'm here to demolish Judaism and give you a new religion. No, he said, I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. To God be all the glory. We worship the King of kings and Lord of lords. This morning, we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the only good news in this whole world. And the good news is there is a way to come back. And there is a way to find truth. And there is absolute truth. And the truth that is so absolute is not a theology. And it's not an ideology. It's not a psychology. It's a person. His name is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He, and he alone declared, I am the truth. He's not a, a truth. He is the truth. He goes, I am the door. He's not a, a door. He is the door. When you say, I am the, that means there's no one else. There's nobody else. There's nothing else. There is no name under heaven that was given by, to men by which men shall be saved. Save the name of Jesus. I said, save the name of Jesus. Can somebody shout Jesus this morning? Does anyone here love Jesus this morning? Shout hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Be, being far away is not always measured in physical distance. You could be sitting right some next to, you could be married to a person and you are far away. You could be in church every Sunday and you are far away. And that is the one that I want to pay too much more attention on today. I want to speak to those who are lost in the church. Been in the church forever, but yet still lost. Lost because they still have no uh, sense of belonging. Just being physically in a building, just being physically in a church building does not make you a member of the church. Come home. Come home. There is no safety out there. 
There's danger out there. There's death. There's diseases. There's all kind of demonic activity that's flying in the air because we are in the end times. And the devil is unleashing all kind of power of darkness. We are fighting the worst, the deadliest war of ideologies today. And people losing their identity. And it's not, it's not, it's not one letter anymore. It's not just an L. It's, 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 it's dozens of letters that keep following after because people searching. And within the church, there's so much hurt, so much pain that's keeping people away from God. Today, I want to encourage all of us to be courageous and, and forget the hurt, forget the pain. Yes, but I, I don't trust. I, I'm not asking to trust me. And you shouldn't anyway. I'm asking you to trust the God who's in me. I'm asking you to trust the God that will never fail you. I will fail you. Ask some people who've been here for 30 years. Being away, being away is very costly. Being away is very costly. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? I wanted to picture with me. I'm not talking about you being away that you haven't seen you physically for 10 years or five years. I'm talking about you are here and still away. It will cost you relationships. It will cost you everything. It will cost you your inheritance. It will cost you health and wealth. There is no long-ranger Christians. Christianity is not about being isolated. That's the devil's tactic. The enemy wants you to isolate yourself, especially during holidays. I've been told holidays to a lot of people is the most wonderful time of the year, but to many is the most horrifying time of the year. Especially here in America. Ah, oh, but you don't understand. I don't have, I don't have anyone with me. I, I've been looking for a, a wife for ten years. I don't even have a, you know, a feather. I don't, I, I, I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have a fiance. I don't have a husband. I don't have a wife. I have no one to go to. I have, I have nothing to do. I, you know, my, 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 even my children don't even say hello to me. I have some good news for you today. There's a God that loves you. There's a God that loves you, and He doesn't make the difference. He is the difference. And he will see you. He will see you through. And he has a potential for each and every one of you. There's a purpose and a plan. The only real joy, not happiness, because happiness has to do with happenings. If it's happening, you're happy. If it's not happening, you're not happy. I'm not teaching happiness. I'm teaching joy. There's a difference. And the real joy is knowing the purpose of God for your life and being in the midst of it. And today, there will be a day that God will reveal his purpose for you. It's going to take a few steps. I'm going to talk to you about these two steps. How are you going to, how are you going to discover it? How are, going to, how are you going to come back home and get hold? The horns of the altar. 
cry out to God today, I am not leaving this place until you bless me, until you show me my purpose, until you heal my pain, until you deliver me from all my insecurity, until you set me free from anxiety, and you set my feet on a rock and fill my heart with a song, a new song that no one ever sang before. Today is a new day. Today is a new beginning to so many people. You may not know why you came here today, but I'm here to say to you, God has set you up to be here because he loves you and he wants to bless you. He wants to release you. He wants to fill your heart with Christmas songs. He wants to give you gifts that keeps on giving every day. It's his presence. It's his glory. It's his fiery eyes that are full of love for you. I don't know if you've heard that before. God doesn't just love you. He's in love with you. He's in love with you. He wants to romance you today. He wants to hug you. He wants to embrace you and tell you how much he loves you. They, there's a steps of returning. This young man, this young man that left, this, this, uh, that, that, that left his home and, and took, what, 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 the, what is the audacity for someone to come to his father and said, you know what, I cannot wait until you die. Give me, give me my portion, my inheritance right now. I want it right now. That's what, you know, do you know what lust is? Wanting what you want when you want. It's not just about sex. It's about every time you want something so bad that you want it now because that's what you want and you want it now and you're not willing to wait for it. That's lust. And God wants to set you free from that. Because you see, the scripture says very, very beautiful word. When we make him our delight, the, the, the English translation is a little bit wrong. It says, when we delight ourselves in the Lord, the real Hebrew is, when we make him our delight, he will give us the desires of our heart. Do you know, what, do you know why? But when God is your delight, you will never desire anything outside his, outside his will. When God is your delight, you will never desire anything that he does not desire. And that's why he will give you the desires of your heart. It's not that he will give you the desire of your heart when you want what you want. That's not, that's not going to happen. That's why we're still waiting. If you haven't figured that out, let me spell it for you in a very beautiful broken English. That's why you're still waiting. That's why it hasn't happened yet because it has not matched his desire. For our desire to match his desire, he needs to be our delight. What does that mean? He is my delight. That means, you know, uh, I've, I've said this to you before. Um, let me see. What is, what is, what is today's? Um, oh, we were talking in class about lamb shops. I'm really, <clears throat> I want to have some lamb shops this afternoon with some really mint jelly next to it. I don't like to go out to eat with anybody that eats like this. So quiet. Hey, if you're not going to appreciate what you're eating and make some noise about it, you know, go out with somebody else. I want to, I want to, ah, yeah. 
I'm in the midst of God's perfect will right here in front of this spaghetti and meatballs. Praise the Lord. This is how delight. This, do you know what I'm talking about? How many delights themselves with vanilla ice cream, banana split, uh, you know, uh, uh, whatever. I, I'm trying to tell you he is sweeter than honey. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. He is sweeter than honey. I got three people delighting themselves in the Lord. The rest, they're still trying to figure out what we're serving today. I'm serving the love of God. I'm serving the love of God. Hallelujah. And this story I found out, this story of this, the lost son uh, is really not much about the two sons. It's about the father. It's about the father. Why is that? Because when the, when, the, when the young son decided to come back home, the Bible says, hallelujah, uh, I'll come back to that. Just keep it right there. The, the, Bible, the Bible says that the father looked and saw him from a distance. You know what that tells me? That tells me that father was going out every day on the porch of his house looking, my son is coming back. Is this the day? I have come to tell you, ladies and men and and ladies and gentlemen, your sons are coming back. Your daughters are coming back. Your nephews are coming back. Your nieces, your in-laws and your outlaws, they're, they're coming back. They're coming home. They're coming home. We call them home. We look at the east and say, come back home. We, we release them from the west. Come on, somebody help me preach right now. We release them from the north. We release them from south. Come home. Come home. Come to Papa. My son is coming home. And on that morning, he looked and he saw him from a distance, from way there. And he did not have glasses. They had no glasses back then. And he had no GPS. He had nothing. He just saw it. He goes, well, that's my son. That is my son. He's coming home. Hallelujah. And you know what tells me more that I am on the right track, that I'm not preaching heresy? The Bible tells me the first man, Adam, when he sinned and he rebelled against God and he took everything and he wasted it and he left and he was out there hiding behind leaves. The Bible says God came down and said, Adam, Adam, where are you? The Bible does not say that Adam went looking for God. The Bible says Adam, God came down looking for Adam. You may think you're here looking for God. I'm here to tell you, you came because God is looking for you. He brought you. He brought you because he's got something new for you. He brought you because he's going to change your life. He's going to set your feet on the rock. And he's going to give you purpose. You're not going to just exist. You're not just going to wake up in the morning, have a coffee, and then go to bed in the afternoon. No, you're going to have purpose. You're going to be a blessing. You're going to change people's lives. You're going to become a world changer. Do I have any candidate today? Lord, I'm ready. I, I want to be home. I want to come home, and I want to, I, want to, I want to be changed so I could change people. I want to be blessed so I could bless others. I want to be healed so I could heal. Hey! Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. There's a steps for returning home. The first step is recognizing 
our desperate condition without God. Oh, I, I think I'm getting healed. I was not able to see that. Now I could see it. So keep praying for my eyes. I could see. Hallelujah. I, I don't know what happened. I could see now. Recognize our desperate condition without God. We are in a very desperate state without God. You know, so I, I love the insurance companies. They don't believe in God, but then they tell you this is an act of God. I'm not going to cover this because it's an act of God. I thought you don't believe in God. Well, you know, people believe in God whenever they want because it helps their own. Man is a mess without God. I don't care how many PhDs you have. <laughs> All the PhD people, forgive me right now because I introduced you before to it. I'll introduce you again. It's P for permanent, H for head, D for damage. Permanent head damage. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> so with all the PhDs that you got without God, it's nothing. Useless. You could have multi-millions. I mean, come on, come on. We're seeing movie stars, you know, overdosing. The millionaires and the famous they overdosing and they dying. Suicide rates increasing in the world. Money cannot satisfy you. Sex will not satisfy you. You will just go and go and go and spend and spend and spend and spend. But today I say to all of us, let's come to our senses. I love that word. The Bible says when he came to his Senses. When you are out away from God, you are out of your senses. Come back to your senses and recognize your desperate condition without God. Number two, recognize your father's wealth. The man said, oh my goodness, what am I doing? What am I doing here? Uh, you know, do you know why the, that young man left? He was looking for freedom. He said, I want to be free. I don't want to be told what to do anymore. I want to do what I want. When I want, he's, he's, he, that guy was a real American. I want to do what I want when I want to do it. No one's going to tell me what to do. <laughs> hallelujah. hallelujah. I love you all. You know, and, and he did. But, you know, the opposite happened. When he left, he became a slave. So he said to himself, I, I cannot even eat the, the, the food of the pigs. I'm here taking care of the pigs. They will not let me eat the food of the pigs. In my father's house, there's many mansions. In my father's house, you know, the, the bread of life, Jesus, when he came looking for a home to build a home, you know why he did that? He came and he said to us, I, listen, guys, listen, listen, I did it. It's finished. I paid the price. Now I go to my father's house to prepare a place for you. There's a place for you. Look at you. T tell your neighbor there's a place for you. Don't be shy. Do it. Tell you, there's a place for you. Do you know what that means? There's so many people that think they have no place. I'm here to tell you, there's a place for you. There's a place for you near the Father's heart. He loves you and he wants, you to, he wants to grab you like this and, and squeeze you and give you a kiss like that. Our daddy God loves you so much. There's a place for you because I go to prepare a place for you. So when I come, I will take you to be with me forever and ever. Hallelujah. So some people think, you know, when they die, they leave home. No, on the opposite, when we die, we go home. We, we, we. Do you remember I told you a story when I got my green card back in 1987? 
I was so excited. Now I'm going to become a legal resident. I went and I got the green card. And you know what it says there? Alien. Alien registration card. <laughs> Brother Haron, that was bad, man. Yes. What the heck? Yes. I waited two, three weeks for that to become an alien. And an alien. Hi, <laughs> ay, ay. I, I was really sad. I was so sad. I, I said, oh my God, what kind of country is this? I, now I'm being called alien here. I've had enough abuse to, from, because my accent was so bad. Back then, so bad. Really, I mean really bad. Everybody told me to go back where I came from. You know, and then I, I got an alien. And then I found in the Bible, the Bible says we are all aliens. <laughs> Apostle Peter, first Peter something, because we are all alien strangers passing by. When we die, we go home. We don't leave, we go home. If we have Jesus in our heart as Lord and Savior, if we are his disciples, if we are his followers, hallelujah. And then you have to have a determination and faith. I will go, I will get up, and I will go because the slave in my father's house is eating better than me. I will go and say, tell him I'm not worthy to be your son. Just make me one of your servants. And he got up, and he got up, and he, and he got up. That's what it takes action from our part to get up and make the journey back. I invite you all today to make the journey back. You don't have to be lost like that, but you could be lost in your fear, in your anxiety, in your anger, in your rage, in your disappointment, in your hurt, and be at the house but not be home. Do you know what I'm talking about? Amen. And then he came back home, and the God's heart got up right there, and he welcomed him. Do you know what's so sad? The older son that was always home, he never came back home. But the lost son that was way out there, he came back home because he came back to his senses. Would you bow your head with me for now? Close your eyes for a moment. I invite so many of us to come back to our senses. The devil is a liar. He will portray so many temptations with about outside. And I'm here to tell you, come back home today. Come back. I'm going to call two kind of people this morning. One, if you have never made the journey home, if you have never really prayed Jesus to come into your heart, you don't really know what it means to be born again, to be saved, to be a real member of the family of God. I want to pray with you today. I want to invite you, I want to give you the opportunity that somebody gave me 53 years ago. But all what you have to do right now is come back to your senses and make a decision. Decide, okay, I'm ready. I want, I want, I want this new life. If this is who you are, you know, at the count of three, I just want you to wave your right hand for me. One, two, three.
two, three. If you're here, just wave your right hand. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I see that hand over there. Amen. Anybody else? Blessed be the name of the Lord. You're ready to come home. You want to give your heart to Jesus. You want to receive him in your life right now. Just wave your right hand right now, and we will pray with you. Yeah, I see your hand, sir. I see it. God bless you. God bless you. Okay, I see your hand way over there, too. God bless you. Amen. Anybody else? Anybody else? Come on. I, I cannot wait forever. Do it. Don't be afraid. God is taking you right now. Yes, I see that hand right there. All right. Wonderful. Praise the Lord. I, I'm going to move on, but I need somebody else. All right. Praise God. I see. Thank you, Debbie, honey. Thank you. Yeah. Praise God. I have a lovely lady here. Stay with the men. I have a woman over there. Send me a woman. Stay with the men over there. I have another man right here with a blue jacket right here. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right. While you are with them right there, these lovely people would like to just really don't be, don't be concerned. Don't be, don't be afraid. Uh, don't be shy. They might take you on a side and pray with you in a special prayer. Would you, would you just, uh, I invite you to do that. For right now, just bow your head again and repeat these words. We could pray it all together, together. Father, Father God, thank you for loving me. Thank you for visiting me today. And thank you for opening my heart. I repent from my sins. And I receive Jesus in my heart as my Lord and as my Savior. I make a decision right now to become a follower of Jesus Christ. Those of you that prayed this for the first time and you meant it, you may want to get up and, and go with these lovely people. They'll take you for about five minutes only and spend with you, give you more information. The rest stay here with for a moment. I have another altar call right now. I want to talk to the, to the, to the sons that are home, but they're not home. The devil's been lying to you. The devil's been lying to you. The devil's been telling you, you really don't belong. Uh, you, you really have nothing, nothing to, to, to do. You have nothing to give. You have nothing. You're not amounting to anything after all these years. This morning, I want you to come back to your senses. Stop being lost in the business of life. Chasing, you know, vanity among vanity. Well, the real meaning of life. You've tasted the goodness of the Lord. I remember when you used to shout. I remember when you used to witness on the streets and tell everybody about Jesus. For some reason or the other, the fire and the zeal has kind of lost its magnitude in you. Come back home. Get up from your seat. Come forward right now and kneel at the altar. And in this time of Christmas, it's time to come home and say, Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. Lord, I want to renew my covenant with you. Lord, I want to be full of purpose. Thanks again for tuning in. We pray the Lord has used this message to speak to you today. If you'd like to stay connected, please subscribe to our weekly podcasts. We pray God's blessing over you wherever you are and wherever you go.